0: Better on paper than on screen, it's The Walking Dead! LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead Review Hello citizens, welcome to LAW The Walking Dead Comic Review. This is the 109th episode of this show. Not necessarily just comics, but you know, all of them, all of them, Walking Dead for The Walking Dead and what have you. Anyway, today's episode is Chapter 27, The Whisperer War. Uh, get, get lost in all the ERs, ERs there. It sounds like a stuttering child. Anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's been a while since I've done a comic other than the last two, I'm just saying. it's—it's it's, uh, I'm finally going to catch up here and finish them off. And then I'll have another year off between the comics. And that just sucks because there is so much of the TV show to come that comes out in a year and I'm just stuck with that. And then I have to wait a goddamn year for the comic. And it's the, I wish it was, it was the opposite. I wish it was the other way around. I wish the comic came out once a week. I could do a comic review every week. But then again, it's always more amusing. I think for everybody involved that it's uh, worse so, the worse the product, the better my reviews are, because I'm more angry, I'm more agitated, I, I go off on topic, and I, I tear it down. So, when I did the comics, I'm kind of like, this was cool, and then this happened, and I don't have much to say, because there wasn't really that much uh, subtext there, because it was all just on the page. But, uh... Yeah, that's what happened. And then the TV show, I'm like, "Fucking why did they do this shit? This shit's stupid." What uh, uh, I don't know whether they're doing anything about it. uh Negan's been in like four episodes out of 35 episodes and he's just appearing every once in a while, and I'm just like in this pace here and I have this this rage instilled in me and I just want to, like, explode, and uh, if I were a teenager, maybe bring my shotgun to school. I don't know, maybe not that drastic of a measure, but you know what I mean? I, I have this anger inside me, this this deep-seated anger for the TV show sometimes, and it, it the comic doesn't come out that much. So maybe it is better that the... I mean, it's worse for my life, but maybe it's better that in, in overall that the, the show comes out much more frequently and is far, far, far worse. just... In, I can't even calculate how much worse it is, the, the TV show, than the comic. It's it's ridiculous. It should be illegal. Anyway, the last comic episode of uh, 26 ended with Negan killing the, what the fuck is her guy named Alpha? How could I forget the name Alpha? The, the great name Alpha. She's number one. Anyway, she's dead now, so there is no number one. Uh, in fact, number two becomes number one, but he won't call himself number one, so he's still number two. And it's uh, like much like the TV show; it's a big steaming pile of number two. Uh, anyway, Negan shows up at and starts to go towards Rick. He's bringing uh, Alpha's head back to her, like a fucking dog that found a dead bird and wants to bring it back to his owner to show how good of a dog it was. He shows up with this the Alpha's head in a bag. Dwight's like, "What the fuck, man?" He's like, "This is for Rick. I'm, he's gonna be proud of me. I'm gonna make Rick proud." And Dwight takes him back to Rick at Alexandria. Uh, I mentioned before that I thought Michonne was going to go lead the kingdom because she was fucking Ezekiel. And I guess that means when you're, when your king's dick is inside someone, therefore that passes the torch that it, it, her holy vagina now will reign supreme over the kingdom. I don't know why that means she gets the lead. I have no idea, but it, it never happened because some, apparently some guy named William is in charge and some other guy named Zachary's giving him shit. And he's just like, we can't, we're not on this war. We have nothing to gain from this war. And William's like, we let Rick lead this war. We help Rick with this war. And it seems like he has something else going on outside of that. You don't quite get a grasp of it yet. The armies are getting into position. In the last chapter, they're training all the armies, shooting and, and stabbing and so forth. He's training an army to, to go fight the Whisperers. And this is when we also see that Ricky's useless. He can't really fight anything. He's you know, he's hobbled like a motherfucker, like I mentioned before. We see Father Gabriel for the first time in a while. He's in this tower. He sees the army of the, the Whisperers. He he. This scene's fucking brutal. He He's up on the tower. He, he sees them coming. He wants to go warn everybody. He starts to climb down the ladder, gets almost to the bottom, slips and falls. His leg is still in the ladder. It snaps back. I don't know how you fall in this manner when they're... Because ladder rungs are like, I don't know, 14 inches apart from each other. Maybe a little further. Maybe maybe 20 inches. So I don't know how you fall back and then get your leg stuck and have it snap between the rungs. Because it seemed like you just keep falling. Like your leg... He must have landed on his crotch and then fell back and his leg went into fucking like... Went into shot. I don't know. what It just like froze up, like a cadaver leg. I don't understand how it became. his knee should have bent at this point. But his leg snaps. Pretty brutal. He's just hanging there. His leg is so goddamn strong. Was there like a fucking glue trap on this on this ladder? I don't understand how he's still remaining. You know, he's just still there, hanging there, dangling. And uh yeah, he's sitting there and he's, he's screaming out. And then the Beta walks up to him and he's like, "What's up, bro? How's it going, Father Gabriel?" Huh? I don't know how I know that, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Anyway, I hope you don't mind if I... Ah, there we go. And I gutted you. I uh, hope you don't mind, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away now. This leaves him goddamn gutted. So Father Gabriel's dead. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's over with. I didn't, I didn't know how long he was going to live, but you know, I think the TV show might kill him off a little sooner because he's just a, a boring, boring character. I love the goddamn actor that plays him in the show. He's from The Wire. He's so great. But they're, they're not writing anything for Father Gabriel that much. His his peak moment was when he called Spencer. He's like, you know, wanting to kill someone doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a tremendous shit. That was his like his big quote on the TV show. And since then, he's just been like hanging in the background, doing funerals, which are nonstop in this world. And then he's like, can I train in guns again? Even though I said this before, can I train in guns and then give it up three weeks later? Yeah, okay, thank you. And then the, he's just out of screen, and the last we saw him, he went into a, a room with Negan, and then I guess they're playing fucking backgammon in a trailer for four episodes now because they haven't showed him since the opening of 801. Holy goddamn Christ, the, the TV show is goddamn stupid. So, uh, oh, man, I feel like I'm, I'm bringing up my ex or something. Like, I'm, I'm trying to talk about some life and love and stuff, and I'm like, then that goddamn bitch was there. That's what I think about the actual Walking Dead TV show. I feel like I have to just, like, complain about it. The, I had the snap there because my dog is just licking my pillow, like, licking it to death. And he eats turds, so I'm washing that pillow uh, case today. Oh, shit, they're, that's my life. Uh, d- big big dogs eat their own shit sometimes, and uh, they're disgusting. Anyway, uh, sorry, uh, just a little glimpse into my life here. That's, that's how my life's going. So the kingdom doesn't want to help, uh, like I mentioned. Uh, that that fucking Zachary guy doesn't want to help. And the sanctuary basically says no and tell me to go fuck themselves. They steal the horse from some guy that's there on, to... Uh, to, to get them on board, I guess his name is Vincent. I think I think it's that guy. I, I don't have it in my notes, but if I remember correctly, he they steal their, steal his goddamn horse. And I'm like, why? Why steal the horse? You have so many horses. Uh, let the guy have the horse. There, it's kind of adding insult to injury there when you're fucking over someone and stealing their horse. Anyway, you, you realize that the sanctuary is not on board. They're the ones that were with Negan there, and they're still remaining their independence. It's a it's a it's very uh you know it's a political it's a political situation going on here, guys. So the war breaks out, uh, I abandoned that bit quickly, uh, the war breaks out, there's lots and lots of stabbings, you don't know, everyone's getting stabbed, just like every character that you don't recognize in the background of of, of the show, or the comic, is just getting stabbed, and I, uh, Beta has this fucking amazing line, I love that he, sa- he says this, he goes, he seems like he doesn't care, and he's like, he, he stabs him, and he leaves him, and he's just like, you bleed out, you join my army eventually. I fucking love that because they just walk amongst the dead and they use the dead as kind of like a shield, a camouflage kind of. And so if someone just dies, they just get right back up and they're in uh beta's war. They're in the Whisperers team, army, whatever you want to call them. The team sounds a little <laughs> juvenile. I guess, I guess army would be the best word. Uh, what I was going to say, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, so it, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, uh, what the fuck? I can't think of the name of that goddamn show. Game of Thrones with uh, f- f- the fucking White Walkers. And they have the kind of the similar thing where they're just like, they kill people and all of a sudden, like, raises his hand and they all stand up. A very similar thing going on here. Very, very similar. Uh, a little too similar, I'd say. A little too similar. Anyway, Dwight is out there with Negan. They get attacked there. He gives Lucille back to him because Negan said before, like, not only are you going to give me that, you're going to give it back to me willingly. He's just kind of, like, making fun of him. He does it. He throws it back to him, and then they fight Beta. Uh, he fucks Beta. He hits... Negan fights Beta, hits him in the back of the... Like, right... Not in the neck, but right below the neck and the spine. Hits him with uh, Lucille. Starts to beat him some more, but then they get attacked. Uh, Beta kind of rushes off. And there's a couple... Like, a bunch of quick little panels here that I was confused by, because it looked like Jesus got bit. And then Negan breaks Lucille over over Beta... He starts to freak out, and that's when Beta runs out. And then it looks like Negan gets bit, and I'm like, I can't tell, because it looks like they're, like, if you just look at that, just that panel, and don't look at anything around it with the context, it just looks like they both got bit. And I'm like, How the, what the fuck happened? Like, sometimes you can't tell. Anyway, there's another wave there of of, of walkers coming through, walkers or slash zombies slash whisperers, the walkers attack. They decide out to, Dwight and all these guys decide to divide and conquer and just kind of Separate their forces and see what they can do there. Uh, fucking back at camp, there Lydia tells Carl that he's too young for her. I guess she just only likes to be raped by middle-aged men in in camps, even though she hated it and she wanted desperately to get out. I I can't tell if she's trying to do like a push him away because she cares about him and it's, she's not used to caring about people, so she's just trying to be like this. Is, I can't I can't do this, Carl. Your name's Carl, first of all. That's that's strike number one and two. Carl is such an egregious name that that is two strikes on your record. Number three, you're too young, and, and obviously your four-strike is that giant fucking eye wound that you have your crater in your eye, and your 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 skull crater. I can't deal with that. I could fist your head, and you wouldn't even notice. It's fucking disgusting, bro. Anyway, you're too young for me. I guess that's the reason I'm going to give you, because I'm a woman. I'm going to be very vague and tell you something that you can't fix. Therefore, don't try. But keep trying, though, because I maybe I'll come around. I don't know. I'm going to keep fucking you. That's for sure. She basically says that. Like we can fucking have fun, but you're too young for me to be with. I'm like, oh, okay, you're stupid, stupid, stupid bitch. Anyway, Eugene is making bullets again. He so he's trying to. He's basically like, it's the only useful thing I can do. Come on, it's all I got. Sophia. They show Sophia for the first time in a while. She's walking around camp. She's looking at Carl on the wall. And I'm like, here we go. We're setting up, setting up a uh, Sophia and Carl again. And I was like, maybe they're doing that because Lydia just said that. So we're like, ooh, maybe they'll fuck again. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Because in the last comic, like, uh, fucking Maggie and who the fuck else was that? Uh, someone were, Michonne? I don't I remember. We're talking about, like, maybe Carl and Sophia will get together. Hopefully she doesn't get pregnant. Uh, he's going to come all up inside. He's going to fill her with this his, his grimes. He's going to grime up in her. Ugh. And it's just like, dude, that's your daughter. Like, I know she's not like your blood daughter, but she's still your daughter. you raising her. you raising her. That's real creepy. Real creepy, bro. Anyway, uh, William sneaks in, the guy that I mentioned is leading kingdom. He sneaks into this Zachary guy's throat, or Zachary guy's house. Excuse me, I, I jumped ahead there. I was reading my note. He sneaks into his house and pulls a, puts a knife to his throat, and he's like, don't fuck with me. Don't ever betray me again. Don't ever go behind my back. Don't ever talk bad about me. I will ruin you. He sounds like a fucking whiny bitch here. And he's just like, okay, Jesus Christ, dude. He like, says, I will fucking murder you. I will murder you. It's not a hate crime. It's not because you're black. It's just because of what you said. I just want to make that clear right now. It's not a race thing. It's just because you're you're scheming. You are a scheming motherfucker, and not because you're black. Don't make it. Do not make this sound racist. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna go. Oh, we had this conversation, bro. I mean, I mean, sir, we had this. You know, what, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna head out here. And so he leaves, and I guess Zachary. I don't remember them showing him again, so I guess it's over. And at this point, it felt like the show was creeping in because they introduce a character in the sanctuary who works for what the fuck is her name? Sherry. And Sherry is the one that was, used to be married to Dwight before Negan got up in there and, and ruined her for him. So we had this character named Tara. And I'm like, there's a character in the show named Tara. Okay, are we doing this? Or is it just a coincidence? It's probably just a coincidence, but I, I, I couldn't help but be reminded. Hopefully we don't see Tara, a whole goddamn chapter of her just talking to a, bunch of a lesbian coven in the woods. I don't want to see that. Like in the goddamn TV show, it's just terrible. Anyway, the goddamn bitch. She won't return my CDs. <sighs> Anyway, Dwight, the reason I say it's, the show's creeping in is because now Dwight has a crossbow. And in the show, Dwight takes Daryl's crossbow, I think, right? And, you know, Daryl does have a crossbow. And I'm like, since they don't have Daryl in the comic, is Dwight Daryl now? I, are they doing this? Are, are they doing this? Because, honestly, in the TV show, in the goddamn horror TV show, they could definitely kill Daryl. I wouldn't care or notice. I, they can go right the fuck ahead. I have no problems with that, no qualms. Just go right ahead, kill Daryl. He's He doesn't speak. And when he does, it's like, I'm P Holmes and Batman. And it's all he does. He doesn't ever do anything. He, he In the season six, he spent the whole goddamn season on the back of his Harley, just fucking riding around, just riding around, not speaking. And I was like, okay, I'm done with Daryl. You can do something with him. Can we see some like interactions with him? And then the next season, he spends it in a goddamn janitor closet, you know, cleaning up piss and shit. And that's all they did with Daryl for two seasons. Eat a goddamn dick, you whore! TV show, you fucking whore, cheating whore show. Oh, anyway, Dwight at one point realizes he could he kills a, a whisperer and puts on one of his skin masks, and he decides to take out the group from the inside, and they all start to do it, and they take him down that way. It's a really good idea. Uh, cut the beta waking up, and they're all like, "I want to take a look at his mask." And then beta wakes up and kills the guy, and he's like, "You never take off my mask, never." And I was like, it feels like this is supposed to be someone we already know. Because otherwise, why hide your face? It's got to be someone from before that is beta. You know what I mean? Like, why else is there such a a shroud of mystery around what his face is? Because I don't give a shit. If it's just some dude, just some guy, I don't care. So who else is alive that it could be in the comic here? I can't think of anybody. If if it were the governor somehow, that would be amazing. If he somehow survived what the fuck Michonne did to him, the, the you know nailing his dick to the floor and, and killing his daughter and all this shit that she did to him. I think she even shoved some, something up his ass. Uh, if he survives that and came back as this, that'd be really cool. But I, I don't know who else it could be in the comic. Uh, I'll have to look further here. I really have to go back through the comics and figure out who it could be because it is, it is definitely a mystery. And it just felt like they're setting up that we know who it is because why else? Why else make a big deal about it? Who gives a shit? Anyway, unless he's like super good looking, and they're like, oh fuck this! This Nancy boy can't lead us. Let's kill him. Like I don't, I don't know what else it could be. Maybe he's like a big uh, like football player. He's it's fucking Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> it's just like I don't want you guys to know who I am. It's it's very shameful. Uh, I did horrible things. I don't want you to associate horrible things with Ben Ben Riplesper- Roethlisberger. Excuse me. I don't want you to associate. Terrible things one human being, one male human being, can do to a perhaps a female in a hotel or anything like that. I don't want you to associate that with the great name of Ben Roethlisberger. Don't do that to me. Anyway, uh, where the fuck am I going with this? Uh, Do a Google search. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so Dante finally, finally, finally tells Maggie that he's he's got a hard on for her and he wants to put that hard on inside of her so that it can complete some sort of mission. Maybe knock up another Glenn baby up inside of her. And she's like, Nah, bro, I'm cool. And I was like, okay, that scene didn't really go anywhere. I liked Dante, but they kind of made him like a, a he's, he's becoming more powerful, not powerful, but like more demanding. He's like leading people and he's being a, like aggressive before. He's like a sarcastic asshole and he's fun and he's jovial. And now he's just like, we are leading, we're doing this, no. And he's like really taking, taking charge here. So he's like, I think he's trying to become the man that Maggie wants, even though that wasn't at all what fucking Glenn was. Glenn delivered goddamn pizzas before this. Uh, not exactly known for his leadership skills. I don't know what he's thinking here. Anyway, he really led the charges at the at the Battle of Pizza Hut when they when they stormed the Pizza Hut and uh, knocked down those dominoes. They really, really took over, and he became the little Caesar of the pizza industry. I want to put that on a, on a T-shirt and and probably make uh, sell a bunch of them. Anyway. Uh, oh. Jesus Christ. The Whispers finally attack the hilltop with a bunch of flaming arrows. They're burning everything down. It's fucking cool looking. And I was like, oh, when you burn out houses in this world, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, There's no coming back from that. You don't have any tar to put a bunch of fucking shingles on the roof again. I mean, you can make it and find it, but it, it just seems really, really not worth it. I'd be like, all right, we're just moving our fences down a couple blocks, and we'll take over this area. We're just going to do that. Tara, I mentioned before, she she fled. Because of when they stole the horses. She's like, I don't want to do this. I'm bringing the horse back. She she brings the horse back to Heath and Vincent. Gives him the horse. I forgot that Heath had his leg taken off earlier in the comic. It's one of those characters I like a lot. It's just hard to keep track of him in the comic and him in the show. I don't even know if he's alive in the show anymore. I can't remember. I mean, he probably is, right? I don't know. It's fucking Dr. Dre. That's a kid that plays Dr. Dre. Really good actor. I just don't remember if he's alive anymore. That's a, that's a genuine concern. I'm not, I'm not certain. Uh, anyway, she shows up there, and they're like, why don't you fuck off, Tara? Come fuck off, Tara. Fuck you. Hanging around for a whole goddamn episode in that whore TV show. Anyway, uh, Lydia is, we're not certain if she's going to be able to kill the Whisperers. She does when they start attacking uh, the hilltop there. they Carl goes in to save some people. He almost dies in the fire. Aaron and Dr. Carson save him, bring him back to life. Uh, they So he's, he's alive. So they didn't kill Carl, obviously. Sherry tells, when Tara gets back, she tells her, her her plan to overthrow Rick after the war. Basically, they're waiting for the Whispers to really get in there. And he's like, Rick will probably win the war, but what, you know, at what cost? And when they get done with the Whispers, they'll, they'll have no strength left, and that's when we'll attack. I'm like, why? why? I don't get why they have to attack them. They don't want anything they have. They just want to be left alone. You know what a good way to be left alone is? Hey, leave us alone. The end. Rick's not gonna come after you. She should realize that. She's she's so smart she could figure out this battle plan. She's not smart enough to realize Rick's intentions and Rick's uh how Rick works. Hey Rick, we don't want any part of this. Thank you, no thank you. Goodbye, Rick. Oh, Alright, bye. The end. They don't want their land, they don't want anything from them, they wanna be on their own. That's the whole thing that, that with them. They're like the fucking American South. They're like, we wanna secede, and we're all like, no! In reality, we should be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Have fun with that shit. Good luck with your economy. Anyway, uh, first of all, no slaves. Obviously, that should go without saying, right? Uh, If you do have slaves, we'll attack you. Other than that, yeah, have fun with that shit, bro. Good luck. Good luck. Best of luck. Yeah, have fun. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Send them a fucking greeting card once a year on their birthday, on their secession day. Fuck that! Fuck the South. Anyway, this is what it feels like, though. They just want to be left alone. They want to make their own rules. They don't want to be told what to do by Rick, the evil, evil monarch Rick. Oh, he's so evil. In reality, eh, no, thank you. A kindly worded letter. Just, we we secede from your your faction here. We don't want to be with you, at the kingdom, the hilltop, and Alexandria. No, thanks. Thanks, but no thanks, bro. We're heading out of here. Best of best of luck. Good, you know, catch a fish. I, fuck who? That's it. That's it. I don't I don't know, I don't know why they need a war. Anyway. There's a really fucking awesome scene where Negan is crying over—he's holding Lucille, which is broken, or because he broke it over the bat's back, and he's fucking like upset about it. And they're like, "Why are you crying over a bat?" And he's just like, he doesn't even answer really. He's just like, "I'm sorry, Lucille. I'm so sorry. I wish I didn't name you after a—I wish I didn't name a fucking baseball bat after you." And you're like, "Oh my god!" They finally show something in Negan's backstory, and it's fucking great. Robert Kirkman is such a better writer than the writers of the show god i can't I'm amazed the, the writer of that horror show the he's sitting there crying he's like he has a grave dug for it, and it's revealed that he like named us bad after a real woman someone in his past. We don't really find out who it is yet, but I was like holy shit they're they're really doing this it's it's amazing they're they're fucking goddamn doing this and I, I don't think they uh They reveal exactly what happened yet. Maybe I'll get to it in the next episode here. But uh, I don't want to spoil it if it didn't happen in the comic yet. I don't think it did. And he's like, I wish I could have named you, uh, didn't name a stupid baseball bat after you. And he buries it and he, you know, puts in the grave. Um, Really tender scene. Uh, I'm not making fun of it at all. It sounds like I am, but I'm not. I, I love this scene. I love when you get to see, like, maybe he's not a complete and total piece of shit. Maybe he just circumstances led him here. Obviously, he did horrible shit, but this is a horrible world. And it seems like he's trying to do the right thing here, like with with helping Rick and, and the war, the war efforts. <laughs> Sounds like a 1940s uh, fucking uh, propaganda commercial. It, Negan's doing his best to help Rick on the war efforts on the front lines, yes! Uh, anyway, so Eugene delivers the ammo there. He rode all day and night on a goddamn carriage like out of the 1800s. <laughs> he finally arrives there and then he faints. And then the military arrives too. And they're like, we did it. We we beat him off. We killed the Whisperers. And and then they're like, what happened with Gabriel? I saw him out there. And they're like, oh, we found him gutted. And then, and Rick's like, oh, okay. <clears throat> so you killed them all? You got all the Whisperers? And I was like, that's it? That's all Gabriel gets? Gabriel's been around for a long time. <laughs> he gets goddamn gutted and left for dead. And you're all just like, oh. Yeah, that, that's a thing that happens to people. That's a... It's it's almost like he's like, yeah. I fo- I saw Father Gabriel. He's uh, he's playing uh, he's shooting dice with a bunch of children in the alleyway, just you know, being really friendly with them, though, not creepy, just uh, having a really good time. And you know, he's he's running a tournament over there. It's really cool. And he's like, oh, no follow up question. That's it. And he's like, but now he's goddamn gutted and dead. You'll never see this man again. You'll never get <laughs> you never get your fucking your preacher back. And they're just like, ah, oh, okay, <clears throat> coffee. I, I, we found some coffee out there. I was, I'm so excited for it. Anyway, so Rick's like, Oh, you got them all? And he's like, How many did you kill? And he's like, oh, I don't know, like 100 or 200? And he's like, Oh, no. Oh, no. No. There's this like super, super dramatic re- uh, reaction to it. And he gets up and he looks over the tower and he's like, See, he's like, There's thousands of them what I saw before. And I see like a huge army crawling toward uh, Alexandria or Hilltop. I can't remember where they are now. But then he's like, you see just a massive sea of whisperers and walkers. And there's just so goddamn many of them. And you're like, okay, there's a huge war coming up here very shortly. Anyway, end of comic. That's the end. So, guys, I guess I'll do my plugs here and get the fuck out of here. I don't know how long I've gone. I've gone 24 minutes. Holy shit, didn't feel like that. Anyway, uh, go check out lawstudios.com. I'll keep it short. Uh, Lord of the Wonderland on YouTube. Go check them out. On iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn Radio—we're on. All of our shows are on TuneIn Radio. We're very excited about that. Uh, Pod Satchel—it's is called Satchel, not Pod Satchel. Satchel, and we're on Google Play Music, iTunes. I think I said Stitcher. Uh, what else have I got? Anyway, the podcast podcast is our new show. There, it's very funny. We're reviewing three podcasts uh, every other episode, and then you know, announcing them in the, between those. It's really fucking fun. We've only done a couple of them, but it's so much goddamn fun. We're recording it again tonight here on Tuesday, the 28th of November, 2017. The year of our Lord. So we're recording those later on. I'm very excited. We're doing board game podcasts. The first one we did, Aliens. And the next one, uh, I can't reveal because that's for the, that's for the teaser episode later. i can't, I got to save it for that show. I can't blow my wad on this one. Anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.